You're listening to SM Media, the home of exclusive West of Scotland Football League content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media West of Scotland Football Show. I'm Scott Pike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. So a bit of another busy weekend ahead, not as much league action, obviously the Scottish Cup and the, the West of Scotland Cup, but we still have a lot to talk about. To join me on this week's show, I'm delighted to welcome the Affleck manager, Craig Palmer. Craig, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. No, thanks very much, Scott. It's a pleasure to be on. No, I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be good. Obviously, I spoke to you the the start of the season at the Glen Glenafton game and we said about obviously doing this show, so it's great to finally get it, get you on the show as a guest. The obviously the first thing to ask you is obviously you took over after Andy McFadden left just before the start of the season. How have you found the the new job as manager and what's it been like so far kind of settling into the, the new post? Okay, it's it's been good, Scott. It's been good. Um it, it was I think I spoke to a few people about it. It it's kinda Found it slightly easier because Andy Regaffer was good uh, with us last year and he kind of let us be a lot mm-hmm. uh, and be involved in a lot. So a lot of the kind of aspects that I needed to do, obviously I'd kind of done a lot last year as well. So it made it, it made it a lot easier, obviously. It was a kind of bolt out the blue. I wasn't expecting it. We got back to Florida and uh, pre-season and he pulled me in. I think it was the Arden Vicks game. And he's like, listen, I'm going to have to, to kind of leave you and go um, because of my work, which... Obviously, everybody's work comes first. Totally understand yeah. that. Um, but obviously, I spoke to the players and and, and can I spoke to the, the wife and the family and stuff. And, and we just can I spoke to the coaches. We just agreed that it was something that we had to all continue together after the kind of the season um, that, that we had that year. So it was something that I kind of always wanted to do, but it was kind of more thrust upon me uh, a wee bit quicker than expected. Right, <laughs> yeah. and. Obviously, coming up for the the conference that you won your conference so well last season, and coming up, most of the same players have stayed on. How have you found the step up to the Premier Division? It's a lot. Obviously, it's a a lot harder competition. But you're sitting in six points with seven games. Obviously, three wins, but the the points disallowed with the the an eligible player, which I'm sure we'll go on to. But how have you found it so far? The league season has it been kind of up and down? There's some good results in there, but there's some more good results as well. Aye, aye, I think I think it's kind of you can kind of see as you said there yourself. Uh, it has been kind of doing listen, We didn't we didn't really start very well. Um, everybody knows that we we had a week in a good patch there recently uh, until last week. Um, so I know it's it's just the, the, the step up. We all knew the step up class was there. That's no disrespect to it. We're in. I, I played in the league for long enough. I've been involved in it long enough. I know I know most of the players, the coaches, etc. That's all up there. Uh, was always going to be a step up in class, and that's no disrespect to, to the confidence we had last year because we had some really tough games. Um, but no, I've said it for the start as well. I, I think the boys, the boys we've got are all well, mostly all Premier League players anyway, so there, there shouldn't be any excuses. Although it's a step up, there shouldn't be any excuses. That's really all these boys wanted to be, and that's where they are now. So, although it's, it's a definitely, it's, listen, you can see by the league again, Scott, everybody's beaten everybody. Yeah. Um, so, the standard speaks for itself. Uh, it is a step up, but it's, it's a step up that I feel onward day, like any other team will, that we should be able to compete with anybody in the league. 
Yeah. Obviously, the, the one result that jumps out is the 11-1 victory over Peter Hill in your last league game. What can I click that day? Because you look at that result and Peter Hill have obviously been struggling with form, obviously replaced their manager, but that does show that Athelie are capable of putting in a really good display. We saw that last season with the likes of, like, I, I think I was writing every week that Gary Carroll and Gary Smith will score my hat-trick every weekend, and it's Athelie can do that to teams. So what can I click that day? We, I think it was a kind of a number of things. I think we, for, for several weeks back, we played canvas lying at home, Scott. And, uh, I think it was well reported that I was on kind of social media and interviews and stuff that it was probably the worst kind of game of football I've ever been involved in. Player, coach, slash manager, everything that I'd ever been involved with. It was uh, there was just nothing about it. Nothing, nothing was right, and that was no disrespect to canvas lying. They came, they were organised, and, and they deserved to go with, with three points. But we were, we were. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, I couldn't put my finger on it. I still can't. So for then, we had we had several chats with, with the boys and the coaches and everything ourselves. Uh, and for that week, and, and whether it's been that, I know we, we spoke the, that week, we had a great week's training. Uh, I think we went and played Luger in the Cup, uh, which was 4-0, I think. But it was 4-0 going on 10-15 again. We, we, we really had good attacking. Their goalie was very good that day. So we can again things were going well and we moved on to the Hurlford game, uh, which we won one 0 But I don't know a lot of people on the day. I mean, I thought that oh, Athlete's been doing and nicked a one 0 win at Hurlford, and I think Hendo and that would even safeties after the game. Yeah, it, it could have been five or six, and nobody could have complained. We were excellent that day, um, and I mean Hurlford tackled. We were tackled league at the time, and they went to tackle league again. Mm-hmm. So to go and do that, uh, and we've always said when we click, we, we are a good side. Uh, the Peter Silver and again just I think it was just brewing two weeks three weeks down the line doing really good things at training things getting players back for injury and stuff and players back for holiday that all the teams are kind of in the same the same boat but it has been hard with that um, and to be fair the first 14 minutes we, we just blinked our phone up in 14 minutes we absolutely blew them away Scott and some of the football I think we, 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 we videoed the game that week and I watched it back and, it was even better when I watched it back. Some some of the some of the football and some of the goals we scored were were, were really impressive, um, and I was more impressed with the fact that we actually kept the the standards up. We did we did even even at kind of seven one eight one we were still knocking the ball about sharp. We were still making we pass. We were making runs. It was everything was really really good. It, it was hard because I obviously Peter's all like, kind of team close to my heart. I played there for six seven years. Yeah. The, the old committee in that there. So no, it's been coming again. It's been coming, but then. For the first half on Saturday, we, we were doing bits of it, and then we don't do it on Saturday there against the uh, last Saturday against the Meadow. We get through into a kind of long ball against them. We went back to working our usual habits. Um, but no, it, when we do things right, I, I'm very, very confident that we're, we're a good, good side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get obviously your thoughts later on and what's coming up for athletes. Some big games coming up, and obviously, it's a really tight league, as you say. but we're going to talk a wee bit about the Scottish Cup. We obviously are recording this on Monday night, so uh, just before the Pollock game. So we'll maybe get into that in a wee minute. Just I want to send, I'm sure you'll agree, Craig, we'll send our best wishes to Dylan Dykes and obviously it's bad news today, but we are wishing them all the very best and it's such sad news, isn't it? Oh, most definitely. I heard one of my coaches is good pals. I, mean, I heard, obviously, a while back, a couple of weeks back, the boy had it and... Uh, Listen, it's just it's a horrible thing. We all we all can have family members and stuff who suffer through it. And hopefully the boy um caught it early enough and the boy can beat it and, and get back doing what he what he does best. He's a good football player. Uh, it's nice. Listen, it's horrible. It's an absolute yeah. horrible 
horrible thing, but I wish him all the best. Yeah, absolutely. It's really, really bad news, but we're wishing him all the very best for it. Uh, we'll touch on our, obviously a couple of games. We've got the roundup on the channel or uh, that we went out yesterday just before this. So if you want to can I get full match reports on the, the Scottish Cup action, then I'll post a link below and you can go on that. But we'll just obviously touch on the teams that went through. Darvo went through a seven one one away to Delbiti. Auchinleck qualified it, took them penalties to beat Bonesh United. Massive result for Drumchapel, four one away to Gretna. They're obviously through into the the uh, third round, the draw will obviously have, been t- have taken place just. Be- I think we're recording this just before the draw as well. And just on our commiserations to Ben Barb, Cowan, and there's a few t- Glasgow Uni, obviously unlucky not to qualify against Albion. Cumnock, obviously, Friday night lost as well. Some, first of all, obviously, three teams have went through, and hopefully, can Apollo make it four tonight? But it's some result for the West to even get like Auchinleck, Darvill, Andrew Chapel all through. It's a massive it's a massive weekend for the West just to get these those teams in that competition. Oh, it's brilliant. I've always said it for for our level, you, you want to see them apart from when you're playing, you want to see them do well. They're they're only enhancing our level. Mm-hmm. Um and for years we've said it even before we came west of Scotland that we feel that some of the talent that's at our level deserves and should and could play at that level. So mm-hmm. to go through for the drum as well, I know we've been that and for them to go into that third round, I mean, they've only became a team. I know, obviously, they're like a well-established team, but they've only became a, two, a team two years ago. I spoke to them, but they've had a plan. They went into that demolition cup, kind of thinking that they would hope that was the, the way they would get into the Scottish. They're building, they're putting money into it. And, and listen, it's currently coming to fruition. They're, they're into the third round and they're, they're only two-year-old and fully deserved. Um, Davo, I spoke to Mickey at the weekend. Davo, I think... They should be going. They need us respect. They've still got to go and do it. Uh, but they, they they've got the ability to go and, and trouble trouble a lot of teams. But no, Scott, it's 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 excellent for the level. It only enhances it. And I said you said you mentioned to watch coming up Friday night. Who I thought were unlucky. Um, Dumbarton just a wee bit net towards the end. But no, same with Paul tonight. Um, no, listen. I, I, I hopefully I, I hope all these teams win. Obviously, Colin and Gom's a good mate of mine. So it's obviously. So I want to see them go. But according to his interview, he was really pleased and, and uh, that they, they were a good, they were, they'd done really, really well and they were unfortunate to actually lose the game the way he was kind of talking in the interview. So now all these teams are, are going there. And they're, they're certainly, there you go, Glasgow Uni as well, sorry, we played last year. Mm-hmm. Took Albion Rovers was extra time. Yeah. Um, so now, listen, these teams are all going and, and doing themselves self proud and, and hopefully they, they, they keep, they go as far as they can. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously as well with the, the Junior Cup, Trun qualified, so they'll go into the this weekend, obviously, they play in the Junior Cup as well. But Scottish Cup, as I say, the roundup will have out on Tuesday. So I'll post a link and you can see all the full match reports for all the games in the Scottish Cup. And we'll post a draw as well, so you'll be up to date on who they get. But West of Scotland, there was still league action to, to take care of. Only three games in the Premier Division. But it's Hurlford that's at top of the league. A 2-1 victory at Clyde Bank. Michael Mullen with a double. Obviously, you yeah, you beat Hurlford, but it's it's some job that Darren's doing. Obviously, again, to for that team, Clyde Bank have been in a good run of form as well. So to go to Clyde Bank and win two one and then go top of the league, some job that Darren's done there, and obviously been a great start to the season. Oh, definitely. Listen, Darren, Darren does that every year. I don't, I don't think for the last maybe one or two years they, they don't do much in kind of pre-season. If you look at it, but signing wise, they've got a. They've got a good, I think last year he said he was running with 16, 17. They've got a good kind of squad of boys that they, they keep together and they add maybe one or two in. Um, and listen, they're always a hard... I, I, I played against Darren a couple of times before 
when I first came into juniors before he chipped it in, and I know his teams will be like he was a he was a hard hard man um, and, and his teams his teams are, are the same and, and listen they'll get results that's why I'm being honest we I spoke to him off um, on Friday I think it was and, and I no 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 a team wise but I just when we run kind of hurl for the, maybe host to us and then the host to the meta Clyde Bank picked up a couple of wins that's one I actually expected um, Clyde Bank to win so for Hurlford, as we spoke about earlier, to go and win 2 1 shows you it doesn't matter what form you're on, anybody can beat anybody on the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Big result for Hurlford. Michael Mullen as well. I mean, how how many times does he do it? You know, amateur and junior. He's just uh, junior now, obviously, at West. He's, he's done it for so long and a big player for Darren to have, I would say. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I, I watched the highlights and I seen the goals. Just two good finishes as well. Um, so for have to have somebody that put, wasn't it, have somebody that puts the ball in the back of the net, everybody would love that. That's that's how you win games. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Another team that's in good form now is Arvin Meadow, a two 0 victory against Ten Men Glen Afton. You obviously played Arvin Meadow. You played Arvin Meadow twice this season. The first game was obviously a one 0 victory, and I think obviously James and Colin kind of struggled at that point in the season. But George has come in. He's immediately steadied the ship, and now they're on a really good run. They've only I mean, they've won the last two games. They obviously won in the cup last week against yourselves. And Darwin Meadow are back to back to some sort of good form after a bad start. Yeah, I know. George and Kevin again. Feels I speak. I spoke to them. They were at the Hurlford game when we played, um, and I spoke to them, and they were kind of confident. But I think they went in straight away, and they, they put three or four boys on the list. And he's brought the boy Louis Kerr, who I think is a good player. We played against him last year at Whitlitz. Um, so they've went on and, and they've they've got ideas and they're, and they're getting about it quick. And I listen, they were, they were a good side last year at Whitlitz as well. Um, before I think they obviously moved on and Pope took the job. But last week against us, listen, we, we, even when when spending it was there, we, you kind of know what you get with them. The, the type of players they've got, they're, they're going to be hard. They're going to work hard. They've got some quality as well. And uh, I even last week against us, they, they were smart enough. If I'm being honest on the game, I think they, they done the homework. They came and they, they pressed really well, and we we couldn't. They were all errors the first 10, 15 minutes, absolutely all over us. Um, and we kind of had, we, we kind of took over for 15 and a half time and probably should have been out of sight, if I'm being honest, at half time with the good chances we had. We came out the second half. He's obviously the word we side and they kind of, we got through into a kind of a game that they want to play and then they fully, they fully deserve. We've done absolutely nothing in the second half. We just played long ball and, and they fully deserve to beat us. And, no, you can't knock what, the, what uh, George is doing. He's, he's in there, he's put his own stamp on it. Mm. And they go down to Glenafton, who we went earlier in the seasons. No, no an easy place to go either. Uh, they're another kind of stuffy, hard team that make things hard for you to go there and keep a clean sheet as well. Um, no, listen, I, I can only applaud them. They're, they're obviously they're, they're in there, whatever they're doing is working. Yeah, and Glenafton as well. Obviously, that's the fourth game without a win in the league. And we obviously spoke at the... The Glenafton game. I thought that Glenafton were were okay that day. I thought it was it was kind of a game that could have went either way. But would you be worried about Glenafton? Can I four games without a win? And they're, I mean, it's they did have a decent start, but now they're sitting, perhaps maybe no as good a run as they wanted to be. It's uh, it's no. I I obviously don't know the manager that way at all. But it's, it's no ideal uh, the run. Uh, we can have a bit similar at the start of the season. But listen, they've got they're two. Was it Mark Robertson and Ryan Steele? They have experienced boys, so yeah. um, they'll. I'm pretty sure they'll be working hard to try and turn that form around. They've, they've, I mean, they've got some good players like the big boy Kerr up front who score goals. Mm-hmm. They've brought in the boy Peyton, boy McKernan that I played against uh, Petty through the back. So he, he's he's obviously got he's got the players there. They they just need to find that. Can I go back to basics and uh, which I'm sure they, they don't need me to tell them, um, and I'm pretty sure they'll be 
try to put that right as, as quick as possible because that's the last thing you want to go five games, six games, seven games, and then it becomes it becomes real trouble. Yeah, and it's it's that thing as well with this league, and that's what I'm kind of kind of keen to get your thoughts on. With new league leaders again, I think this is the sixth league, the sixth team that's been top of the league since the season started, and that shows you just how competitive this league is. And you look at the, I mean, there's only four points between first and tenth. That's unbelievable. Aye, I've had that. I've been I've been kind of looking at it because we're not the we're not the side that we want to be. So I do kind of regularly check it. Um, aye, and I even even match who I spoke to on Saturday, like Rob Royer flying. It's just it's teams that. I think they can a wee bit of the, the no the change in the regard as they say, but a lot of the teams that they expect to be kind of mid table to bottom now are, are, are getting better and and rightly rightly so. Why why should they not be up there? Um, even even I think Trumbull on a good run at the start of the season. It's just it's just safe, but it's just the, the standard in our league's very very good, and I don't think you can ever say any Saturday in any game they're definitely going to win. They're yeah. definitely going to win. It's just. Uh, and I think that's a credit to, to the kind of the, the clubs and, and the kind of the fight the money they're putting in and the hard work is getting put in behind the scenes by the committees and stuff as well. And um, they, they've got to that that kind of level. It's 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 good to be part of, it and it's where it's where all the all the teams kind of want to be. That's where they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. Final game in the Premier Division. Peters Hill obviously had a, a managerial change during the week while he's left, and it's kind of difficult. That situation obviously was was probably the right was on the wall. It's been a bit of a weird summer for obviously Lockie leaving as well. There's a lot there's a lot you could probably get into with that, but again it's difficult. But Peter Sell, they were two 0 up against Cambus Lang, but Cambus Lang came back, took it to two each and denied Peter Sell the first win of the season. Probably a game both teams would have been desperate to win. Obviously they're sitting uh, second bottom and bottom of the league. But a two two draw, it probably just uh, Peter Sell would probably have been kicking themselves that they didn't win the game. I think PZ will be disappointed, as you say, Scott, especially to go two nothing up. Um and you know he know to see that. I, I don't even actually know the times they when they went. Can I guess I was watching games, I don't know when they went two nothing up, if it was kind of later or what, I don't know. But to, to get that good start and, and the kind of position they're in, even any any team to go two nothing up and then kind of throw it away in that situation, I they'll be they'll be really disappointed. And I think it's it's two boys I played with and with a big boy in Curry, Stephen McNeil the goalie and Kenny Hadden, I think it is. Um, so no, that would have been a massive boost for them. Listen, if I'm if I'm looking at it, it's, it's a great result for me. Um, but no, I don't think they'll be happy. Can, can be, I think, will be happy with a point after the kind of situation they were in. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, being down there, we, you need to be winning games, and and, I, and I, I'm in that now as well. Um, if you if you go to and up in games, you can't ever afford you can't afford to be thrown them away. Yeah, absolutely. But I, and again, another interesting weekend in the Premier Division. Three games, but still, obviously. Shows you how tight the league is. First division, again, the league is no different there. Colburnie are now sitting top of the league there. They won 2 1 at home to Blantyre. Blantyre won a lot, but John Scullion scored a double to give Colburnie a crucial three points. Colburnie sitting top of the league again. You comfy behind to pick up a massive three points like that. It's a big one for Colburnie, they'll feel. Oh, massive. Again, especially in that league with, with, with kind of the similarities of how, how good that is to the Prem as well, everybody beating everybody. Um, and Blantyre are a good side, so I to be um, to be one 0 down and, and come back and win that two one to put yourself out. That's a massive result for Coburnley, uh, absolute massive, and that's two of the ones that were again with, with numerous others that were fancied for the league. So no, I think uh, I think that's a massive result for Coburnley, absolutely massive. Yeah, Cobur- uh, Gart Kearney sat second, only a point behind. They pick up, they picked up the fifth league one in six games. Hard fought three two away one at St Rocks. That's St Rocks, obviously doing really well as well. 
a real big game for both sides, but Regan Aitken a double when Gart Cairn now sits second. I, again, again, another one, another match that we just spoke about, another massive one. Uh, to, to go to the rock and take three points for, when, when I played Maddie and especially the way David Greggs got them playing again mm-hmm. is massive itself. Um, so for them, I think was it they they went two 0 and then back to each and then Nick, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Um, so I to, to date in that kind of style as well. Gap kind of going about their, their business quietly. Um, I, I know there was a kind of what made them last year because obviously I suppose they spent a bit of money this and that, which they probably done this year as well. I think they would have we we Austin Lock. I think who I played with years ago with managers brother in and they've signed a couple of good players. So no, they're going about their business quietly and and to go and get that result. Um, I think they'll be they'll be really really, really happy about that one. Um. They say because the Rock will take points off teams um, at home and you get that one out of the way where we are three points, I think they'll be delighted. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that was one of those games that you felt could go either way and I think a lot of games do that as well. But one game that I want, that was an interesting game, Nielsen against Cumbernauld. This, to me, was a, another game that could go either way. But Darren Jones and Dylan Fletcher both with two goals and Nielsen ended a four-game winless run with a massive 4-0 victory. It shows you just the unpredictable nature of this league that Nielsen and Cumbernauld are very... I think they were bang on level in points, I think. Uh, no, uh, Cumbernauld were above Nielsen. And now Nielsen are two points clear, clear of them with a 4 0 victory. And it shows you just how unpredictable this league is. Aye, it's, as I say, it's like the Prem. It's, it, you can't go there when it's, it's crazy. And, and as I say, I think it only can applaud the kind of standard of the teams in, in, in this kind of level as well. And I think Nielsen was struggling a bit. I did speak to Chrissy Cameron a couple of weeks ago and I think he was saying he had a lot of injuries and suspensions mm-hmm. and stuff. So that even made that more surprising for me with the fact that Tony had come on all gone well. Um, they just signed a big boy back to Oven Meadow and that as well. So, yeah. um, no, that, that's like, that's like, again, that's a great result. And to go and put four past come on all um, after, as I say, no winning in three, four games, no, that's, that's another great result for Nielsen. I think they'll be over the moon with that. Yeah, absolutely. St. Caddox are another team that celebrated three points. They had to come behind to beat struggling Rossville 2-1 against St. Caddox. They're, they're still, they're only five points behind the top and they've a couple of games in hand and the likes of Coburn and things like that, but they've the big talk in the summer about how they, obviously the players they brought in, but they've, as you say, with kind of got Cairn as well, they've went about their business quietly. They've only lost one game so far this season in the league. They're, they're doing pretty well when you actually look at it. I I think because people see them kind of doing mid mid table, is it there? Kind of mid table. Yeah, um, five, five points half attack the league. So I we played to Caddicks in a friendly, and again, John was my my coach at youth. Um, and we played them in a friendly, and I, and I thought they were they were a very impressive side. And um, they played really well for that game. Uh, so I am a wee, I, although they're closer, people are saying oh they're mid table this and that five points away. I think they'll be back if they keep injury free and, and keep doing what they're doing. They'll be they'll be bang there at the end of the year, and I'd be very surprised with the talent they've got if if they're not. Um, I think I, I think they'll be the kind of Peter Silver my last year. I, I think if they get one a run, um, they'll they'll be a, with the talent. They'll be a hard side to beat. Yeah, and it shows you just as well. Like, see if you can like Drum Chapel for example. Drum Chapel are third. They were top of the league before this weekend, and they've won the last four games. So it shows you. All you need is a three or four game win and run, and you could be right up up the top of that league. Oh, de- definitely. That's it. I think. I think. I know what we're on. I think Clyde Bank. We, we spoke about in the show. Yeah. week. Clyde Bank done it, and uh, they got a couple of wins, and then they became kind of something like two points off the top of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I Scott, no, that's what we're saying. It's hard to go on a run of three, four wins in these leagues. So when you do it, it's it's paying dividends big time because it's taking teams way up that league, um, where they, where they want to be. So. 
I know it's, it's a, I, I think St. Cadets they say I don't want to jinx them, but I think St. Cadets if they if they keep players fit and get on a run, they they'll they'll kinda they'll be bang there. Yeah, uh, shots they won as well. They won their second game in a row and they beat uh, Rutherglen 2 1. Again, shots probably a team that have probably done up and down season four wins and four defeats from eight games are sitting in 12 points. Rutherglen, a team I thought would maybe be doing a bit better than they have been. They're sitting in seven points, uh, nine points so far, sorry. But shots a big one for them and it's one of those games that they'll probably look back. They'll probably look back in a few weeks and think that was a massive three points. Oh, great guy, John. That's a great result for. Um, for shots again as well as you're saying, Glen Glencairn, I know the Glencairn. <laughs> they're one of the teams like Glencairn could go and put three or four past somebody and then just do something different the next yeah. week. They, they just seem kind of inconsistent, but uh, they're another one. If they if they put it together, they can be a hard team to beat. Um, I don't know. I think Shorts lost a few players for last year because they were a good side in yeah. their conference. Um, and and I think they've, they've kept the majority, but I know that's. They go and beat Glencairn. That's uh, again, like we talked about, Rocks. Glencairn's a team that can that can beat anybody. So to to take three points in that game, I think Shorts will be really happy with that. Yeah. Uh, the second division, four games to talk about. Renfrew remain unbeaten and are now four points clear at the top of the, uh, the second division. A big result for them as well. A three 0 one away to Greenock. We talk about Renfrew a lot as a, probably the team to beat in this division, and it's it's weekends like this where like likes of Craig Mark and Mabel and Ashfield are obviously off, and they're the probably their closest competition. And you've got to go to places like Greenock and win and one three now. McCallum, uh, Diver, and and this with the goals, I think it was big result again, and they're they're looking really good so far. I, I seen I seen the boy. I think it's a boy. Ennis his free kick. I yeah. seen that one. The cracking free kick. Um, I know. I watch you. You talk about them on the show uh, regularly, and, and kind of looking at the league state. Renfrew look. Uh, they, they, as you said, they, they look the, the team they, they kind of beat there. And as I say, we we done it last year. If you get on that, you kind of run and and picking up points. Then their 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 confidence will be sky high. And the boys not changing. It'll be absolutely buzzing. Um, and for me, that's half the battle. If, if your boys are going to believe in that they're going to win every game and, and that they can beat anybody, then. No, they, they look a good side and I think he's not, I don't actually the manager in there but I think he's kept the, the kind of nucleus of the squad for last year the big boy Diver who got talked about a lot yeah. um, and for him to keep them together um, and now I think that's massive for them uh, and just say they'll, they'll, be, they'll be a hard team to beat Yeah, really good side really good performance as well St Anthony's Martin Milani with a hat-trick for St Anthony's a 4-3 win over Glasgow Persia at home the tightest of margins, but when you've got a player like Martin Milani scoring a hat trick, it's another victory for St Anthony's, and they're now unbeaten in the last five games in the league. No, great, great going, absolutely great going for St Anthony's. Um, I think was it was it right they were four 0 up and they won four three? Is that mm-hmm. right? I think so. Yeah. Aye, uh, no one for the boy to score a hat trick again. A, a wee peek at one of his on on Twitter and that he scored a bit of cracking volley the boy. Um, but no, the, the ants the ants are on a great run and and. As I say, they they'll, they'll be quietly quietly fancying themselves to try and be the ones that go and chase uh, chase Renfrew. And as I say, if, if you're scoring, I know I can see you. But if you're scoring, I think they score. They score a lot of goals. They play Jed Dobson that scores, and yeah. I think they've got some good players there as yeah, well. So Caballo as well. I I've seen that where a couple of things. He's a very good player. Um, so no, they they'll be Danny will be very happy with, with what they're doing. And as I say, what they sitting they're sitting they're eight, eight. yeah fourteen points from nine games in fifth fifth position. They're only a point behind Ashfield as well. So they're in they're in the hunt. Oh, I they, they they'll be they'll be very happy at this stage. Now I'll be very surprised they won't be very happy at this stage in the season. And can mm-hmm. uh, I take that one for there? Yeah, fourth as well, big one for them. A three-two home victory over Mary Hill. Again. 
probably made a hill, probably a team that I would thought maybe I'd, I've been doing better than they have been so far. I've, all, I've said all season, I think the loss of J. Mack and Ali to Drum Chapel was massive for them. But again, fourth, going under the radar, actually not a team that you would say, like, Sir Renfrew and Craig Mar that make a lot of headlines, but they're going about their business really well. I mean, they're sitting on so far 14 points from nine games. They're in the mix. Aye. No, fourth one, if, if I was taking a top of MD for last year, I thought fourth were very good in the league last year. Mm-hmm. Um, they were they were very organised. They worked really hard. They made it hard for us. I think we went down there after Christmas. I think we won the game two one, but they were very good. And, and I said, nobody will want to go down to fourth and play them. That's <coughs> for me. That's not an easy place to go. Um, and the only Mary Hill side that you say the boy Jay McAnally the most. I think they looked, I think Ross took a few of them to Bonnet in as mm-hmm. well. Um, so I think it's the Butch's brother. Is it the young boy? Yeah, my say, young, so that, that that's a that's a hard one for him, um, and I don't think they're doing too well this year as I can I've seen. But that that it's hard when when all the all your good players kind of leave and you've got to then go and build something. So for Mary Hall, as I say he's 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 got the kind of knowledge of the hopefully the kind of development league and stuff as well. So um, maybe 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 in a couple of weeks, months time or something he might start picking up. But no, great great result for fourth, absolute great result for fourth. And as I, as I say, I, I was really impressed with them last year. Um, for a team with the kind of budget stuff they've got the other day, really good work doing there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, other result of that week, uh, the weekend, Muirkirk, a big 3-1 victory for them at home to Yoka. Again, Muirkirk, they had a really good start to the season. They're, I think they beat Ashfield 7-2 and they've kind of struggled since then. But a win against Yoka, it's a big result, especially at home. Oh, man, again, I keep saying massive result for... From Yoka, were the kind of team last year, and they've kind of they've been a wee bit <coughs> inconsistent in the last couple of weeks. Um, but no, for from Yoka, a three-one win against them, they kind of moved themselves up past the kind of bottom three. I think it was. Um, that's a great result for them. Another another place we went to last year, Yoka, uh, hard place to go, and listen, it's not these places you don't want to go. So these teams just need to keep winning their home games. And, and, and try and take points away from home and, and push ourselves up to the table. But that's, that's a great result against a, a, another, again, a good Joker team. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it means it shows you as well, Division 2 is just as competitive. But Division 3, it was all about the game of the weekend, in my opinion, was Lark Hall at home to Ardrossan. Top of the table clash, two teams in great runs. But it was Ardrossan who won the day and they're now the league leaders, a 3-2 victory away at Lark Hall. Aidan Ferris with a double and it got the fifth straight league win. Ardrossan are really picking up now and they're now deserving league leaders. Aye, I, I, I've kind of noticed them the last couple of weeks and I, I, obviously I know a few of the boys have got and, and they've got a lot of boys that, that can play in the leagues above. I know yeah. Liam, I played against Liam McGuinness and that's getting older now and, but he's a great player. The boy Ricky Hanvey was at co-winning. Mm. That's a good, good experience. The boy Ferris up front scoring goals. I think it, if it's the same Chrissy Craig I, I know that played the drum chattel Um They've got as well. They're, 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 they're top players. Um, they're top, top players. So for, for them to have that, that talent down there uh, in that division, they disrespect is they, they're, they're going to be hard to beat. Again, we say that about um, the other teams, but they're going to be hard to beat if they've got that kind of talent down there. That's that's good, good players with good experience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next game, Fanart deny Kelo to their chance to go top of the league, a 2 1 victory. A lot of it has been made on Kelo's social media about the refereeing performance. I've spoken about last week, but I don't necessarily think that's the road to go down, even if you feel the referees. But I, I don't know how you feel about that yourself, but I think naming referees in social media is just something I wouldn't do. No, it's, it's not what we've done. Listen, I, I don't want to say too much. I feel the frustrations, <laughs> um, but 
Aye, no, I don't think it's not, it's not going to get you anywhere. I think I, I put something on about Ellingsman at the, the Hurlford game that he gave an offside, and even the ones that they, they made up earlier in the year, but it wasn't really kind of slagging. But it's not going to get you anywhere. It's just frustrating. I think you're kind of frustrated after the game. And, <coughs> pardon me, sorry. You're frustrated after the game, and kind of when, when, when things are going wrong, it's. You, you do things that you, you shouldn't you shouldn't really be doing because uh, you're not going to get anywhere with it. But on the game, nothing out. I've came up for winning the league and, and looking at the league there, they're they're gone really well again as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, what they got three three games in hand of of Aldrossen and they can go two points behind them if they win yeah. the league. That's that's really good gone. Um, really good gone for Finart. So and they beat Kerrill who were who were on form at the start of the season as well. No, listen there, Finart. High praise to Finart there. I don't really know what I'm doing there, but they're doing, they're doing really good work as well. Um, for, for coming up and trying to compete with a lot of these kind of seasons, season junior teams as well. So, no, very well, I can only really very well done to them. Yeah, and another team that's in good form so far, Port Glasgow, they had another good result at the weekend as well. 4 0 away, East Kilbride Thistle. East Kilbride Thistle, obviously, Aaron Connolly's now took over. I think they're on a really sticky patch at the moment. And I, I do feel a bit for Aaron because I think. It's a big, big job there. You've got a lot of kind of experienced players to get them kind of back to get everything back going. I think it's going to be tough for Aaron. I, I, I it's, it's a hard one because I think I think if anybody says that they didn't think with the players he spoke about saying at the start of the year that they weren't going to be back there, then they're lying. And that and, and I'd say that in their face because a lot of the players they signed by are also Sean Winter or these kind of ones uh, that they, they again we spoke about the experience with Drossen. They these are all proper players. Um, I didn't be getting on a bit, but they were all proper players and they still obviously can still play a bit. Um so no, listen, that's that's um that that's a tough job to try and get um it's, it's a hard one. I think they've, they've got to come good. I don't know what's going on up there. I really don't know the, the conundrum. I've seen a lot of things with, with the old manager and stuff that we'll, we'll no get any, but I don't know what's going on. But on the other side it for for um Hope Glasgow. That's a great result for them. They got to East Bride and win. And I think that Pope Glasgow again just signed the boy Mulkey. There's a lot, there's a lot of, a lot of boys that are good, good players with yeah. good experience coming in these leagues as well. And it's and it's, it's making for, for, for good good teams down there as well. It's no it's um no, it's an impressive result, a really impressive result in East Bride. I, I obviously wish Arman at the best, but he's they're, they're kind of struggling a wee bit now and, and hopefully they can put it right. And I'm also reliably informed that a trialist who we know is the the son of a very famous goal scorer in Scottish football did score again. So again, when you, your trialist scoring goals in the past three games, it shows you that it's it's really beneficial. Uh, Jamie McKenna with a double as well. Paul Glasgow are picking up. Aye, no, they are picking up. Um, they're picking up. What is it they've got? That's they've no lost in the last three. Yeah. Um, so. So I so to, to to lose I think was three in a row and then no losing the last three that, that that's that's uh, that'll be good for them and uh, they just need to kind of keep going and as I say what are they thirteen points after that the league with two games in hand so yeah. again that we're talking about the first and second when we spoke about the leagues they're all they're all really well maybe the conferences have done well and I, th- I certainly think I certainly think the evidence suggests it has because you look how competitive the leagues are particularly the the top even the even this one like as you say there's only there's First to fourth, there's only two points of difference. But as you say, there's a lot of games still to be played. And mm-hmm. once the games get even out, there, there could be nine or ten teams in here, kind of much of a muchness. Like you look at like, maybe a couple of teams underperforming, like likes at East Kilbride and maybe even like Les Mahego. Uh, Les Mahego, maybe not. But Girvin, I thought, would be maybe better than they've been. They've obviously really struggled going to them in a wee minute. But there's teams in there who can really mount a challenge just if they get the right, right run of form. 
a team that's been benefited this week are Dorai, a big one for them. They won one 0 away to Kilook. It's a it's never an easy place to go to Kilook, but getting a one 0 result is big for that'll be big for Dorai. And they've needed it, I think, because they've they've been very, very tough to be consistent. I don't think they I don't think they've won three in a row. And that's the difference. They're, they're more than capable of doing well in this league, but they just need to get a run going. Aye, the, these conferences, I think it's always been the same over the years. You, you need to get the runs going. And you go to Killow County, I've only ever played a friendly up there, but I can't imagine if the weather's, it's a big old marshal tough, if the weather's no nice and they'll be used to it and stuff. So I think they actually, they, did they change the games at right, Scott? It was supposed to beat Dorai because mm-hmm. of the park or something. I think you're so right, for yeah. them, well, they may change that. Uh, take obviously a week to get it on. Chris is obviously confident that these boys can can go and win games. And uh, no, that's that's a great result doing there for them. And again, they're they're, they're kind of lingering about uh, where the rest of them are that can go. And um, yeah, they've obviously they lost three, they lost three points as well with an ineligible player fiasco that I think you obviously mm. suffered from as well. So it's it shows you that there's a lot of there's there's a lot of improvement at Dorai. I think as if they can get three or four run wins in a row. They could be right in amongst it, but two teams that have a massive victories over the weekend. First one, New Mains going to Girvan and winning four two. First one of the season, finally gets them above the zero point mark. I think that any victory New Mains pick up this season's massive, but going to Girvan of all places to get a result huge. That that's a great result. As as you, as you say, you get you get the first uh, kind of points on the board, New Mains and. And they're always kind of new means, no disrespect, we're kind of always classed as the, kind of, the, the lower team of the, the but I see they've got guys doing there that are working hard, the players are obviously working hard, um, and, and, and they've got they've got the result that, that they deserve for working hard, and they go to Govan, as you said, in their big open park, big cracking park, um, and win 4-2 down at Govan, that, that's, that's, a, that's a great result, um, and I really wish you guys didn't hear all the best, it's, it's no nice to see the same result coach you're about to talk about, right? to see all these teams winning the games, um, it is. It's, it's good to see because these guys still turn up Monday, Wednesday, or Tuesday, mm. Thursday, turn up on Saturday, and and, and you know when game, winning games is what you want to play football for. So no, listen, I'm re- I'm really happy for New Mains. Really happy. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, final game of the weekend in the league was Soul Coach two Luger now Luger. I have I thought I actually thought Luger would be a, a lot better than they have been. And obviously with Johnny on the assistant manager last week, and he said it's just been difficult to get a run going. But they've now lost six in a row, I believe. Soul Coach they've they ended up. A massive losing streak as well. When Solcoats, that they'll be similar to New Mains. Any victory for these teams are massive, and especially at home as well. When you've got a team like Luger round about you, that's a huge result. And I think Solcoats play New Mains next Saturday. It's a big, big game for the both of them for two, two wins in a row, or possibly. I know we, we played this as we played Luger a couple of weeks ago. It was only four 0 and I did, I did think could have been a lot more. Low. It was very good, but I saw enough about them to to think that. They would have been under a decent side. Um, so I so for that, that's that's a bit of a shock. But again, so pleased for Solcoats. Solcoats were in the league last year. Um, and again, they got through and with a lot of teams that won the won the, their level, should we say. Um, and, and they knew that we spoke to the manager about it and stuff, and they were excited for this year to, to get back in where well they should be. And uh, not to go and beat Luger, that, that's that's another very good result for, for Solcoats. Um and you say maybe a wee bit, maybe a wee run will take them away for them if if they or new means whatever one it is can win next week and try and take that on to the week after. But no, as you say, they're two they're two massive results for the for the kind of so called uh, bottom teams. Um, no, really pleased for the both of them. Yeah, absolutely. There was no fourth division games this weekend. We've, we'll we'll touch a wee bit in the cup cup games. We'll just go through the results and I'll ask you for a couple that caught your eye. 
Ardeer nil, Largs 2, Ashfield 4, Vela Clyde 3, Bonnet and 5, Lanark 1, Colsaith 3, Colsaith Athletic 3, Colsaith Rangers 1, St Peter's 2, Glasgow United 0, 3, Rovers 2, Thornwood 1, a 13-goal thriller between Thorn and Irvine Vicks, Thorn won that 7-6, Whitelitz went to Vela leaving in 1-2-1, Wishaw beat Rossville Academy 3-2 at home, Rob Roy won 6-1 at Easterhouse. Johnson won 5-3 at Les Mahago and Craig Mark won 5-2 at Royal Albert. I suppose the first place we start is if you were a punter at the, the thorn Irvin vicks game, you certainly get goals. Uh, you've got your money's worth there, 7-6, 13 goals. I, uh, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I know we scored a Irvin last week, but that's that's a great game. Uh, it's not a great game for the Irvin vicks boss or the, or the, or the thorn boss, but... Um, Certainly, defence no. defence will be the topic of discussion. I'd imagine for both teams in training this week. I, I, I'd say so. I. <laughs> but no, that's seven six, and obviously for for Thorn to go and beat Oven Victory, who have been going really well as yeah. well. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good result for them. Um, and they date in that style. I mean, I can only kind of smile and laugh at seven six. It's not often you get seven sixes. Um, but no, Oven Victory have been going well, um, and 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 that's a good result for Thorn, and they'll, they'll be really happy with that. Yeah, you look at maybe Rob Roy's a good place to go as well. Like obviously, you would think they would maybe go to Easter House and win comfortably, but it just does them the world of good as well. I think too. I think Connor Hughes and Ben Daly got a hat trick as well. Just does them the world of good for the league campaign going to a place like Easter House and just being able to kind of continue that run. Aye, I actually took that game in Scott. Um, right. Uh, we play Rob Roy two weeks in a row in a cup in the league so I took that in and obviously Mark who's been on me Mark's a good friend of mine the East House manager yeah. um, and I took that game in and it, it was hard I spoke to Max before the game and stuff and, and wishing Rob Roy Rob Roy were, good, were very good they, um, they did what they had to they were, they were very organised they were very professional uh, and they kind of done a, they done a job on East House who as I say, listen, I said to Mark, that's no Easter as his level. Um, and and I think they've got St. Cadillac's next week as next week yeah. as well in the cup, which isn't nice. Um but listen, they didn't they didn't they, they stuck in there, they fought hard. Just Rob Rob Roy are a good young athletic side, play good football, uh, some good goals that day as well. Um so for that one, that one with Mark, yeah, I think he just has to kind of move on, keep his boys kind of spirit up and, and the same the next week move on because he think he wins in a row before that. And uh, Rob Roy, we travel to Rob Roy in the in the cup next week, but no, Rob, Rob Roy, a good side. They were very professional, very professional performance. Yeah, absolutely. A big result, probably not a result that you would say. Probably when you division wise, obviously a fourth division team beating a first division team is huge. But three beating Thornywood two one, it was. This was one game that you struggled to kind of predict because three were certainly better than the level. Like three were a, a good side. What do you think of that? Do you think that's a surprising result, or is it one of those that would maybe kind of a, a very two very even teams just in different divisions? Um, if I'm being honest, I, I've heard all the, the kind of rumours just as yourself. I've not seen much of anything. I've read. I've heard the rumours that, that, that they're, they're putting a bit of money in it, and I think it's been well documented that they've got a good setup down there, and they're mm-hmm. signing a lot of good players for the south and stuff. And this is the angle they're going at. They're hoping that they can travel up the league. So. I've no doubt they're always they're going to be a good side, um, but I, I've got a boy on loan at Thornywood, and I know they can they both the way Thornywood work, and they're a yeah. they're a hard working good side. So yeah. I, if I'm being honest, although I expected good things for three, I, I I was I was a wee bit surprised because um, Thornywood have been going well as as well, and uh, they're a good hard working side with good players. Um, I'm saying surprised. I wasn't surprised. I've just maybe. It's a good result for three, put it that way. Um, and and maybe the boys doing it three won't be surprised because they believe in obviously the kind of confidence and the, the talent they've got. So 
No, um, as I say, I've not seen much of him, but there, there is a lot of talk about three fish here. Um, and, and you go and beat Thornwood too, I know certainly did their confidence in the harm. That's, that's a very good result. Yeah. Any other results in the cup catcher eye over the weekend? Uh, St Peter's beating Glasgow United. I just looked at it. Uh, I thought, listen, I played, I played Glasgow United in a friendly um, a couple of weeks ago, just like kind of closed doors thing. Um, and I thought Glasgow United were decent. Mm-hmm. Um, not near as respected as Peter's. I thought they were, they were decent enough side. I, I think they are struggling with injuries and stuff, the, the boy Rab said. Um, but for St Peter's to go and beat Glasgow United 2 0, um, I think it was. Is, I think that's a great result. Um, and I'll do their confidence they will do good. I think any. I think any team for that fourth division that's going and winning games, or even form, who will go and beat up and fix, uh, I think any teams in the fourth division is going and winning games can only do them the world are good because these are established kind of junior teams that leagues above them. So no, that, that was a that was a very um, impressive result as well. And I'm trying to look cool safe athletic. I know you had the, the young boy Bailey as it was a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago and I watched it and I said that boy's that boy's doing really, really well. Yeah. Really well. Listen, I know he's got all the, the qualifications and stuff, but the, the fact is, he's, he's still a young boy, um, and and for him to be able to wait, what he's doing for him to kind of manage that changing him at that age, and 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 kind of do what he's doing and getting the results he's getting, and the boys are obviously buying into it, and they, they love what the boys doing, and that that's a massive result for them again. And we all talk about Thieve, um for this league in West Park. I think I'm putting a bit into it as well, and but course, for, for me are, 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 the, are the most impressive team in the league I think are they unbeaten still is that right? yeah they won the first eight games yeah. aye so so, for, so what that boy's doing there and what the, what the players are doing there regardless of what league that is that, that it's very impressive and I said I can only applaud the boy because um, he, whatever he's doing he's, he's doing he's doing it properly because he's, he's went and played I don't know Kosaif two leagues above them and I don't yeah. know how the game went if it was tight or no but to go and beat Kosaif in a derby 3-1 um, and, and they'd be unbeaten that's very impressive stuff what they're doing down there yeah and obviously Kosaif Rangers have a new manager as well Carlo Garassoli like and the new manager bounced to go to a lot of pressure playing against a team kind of close to you as well like especially with Kosaif Athletic probably been more to prove with coming up through leagues and things like that but tremendous credit to them just a, a, a couple of results I want, to, I want to kind of point out Bonnet and beating Lanark 5-1 now Bonnet and probably division wise they should be beating Lanark 5-1 but Again, Bonnet will just do them the world are good for a league campaign, getting a result like that. And I think as well, you've got to give a lot of credit to Johnson Borra away to Les Mahego because I thought about all reports, it was a very tough game and Les Mahego certainly made a fight of it. So massive result there as well. But aye, um, it's been another really busy weekend and we've got a lot to, we've touched on a lot of stuff there. But Atherley, as you say, they go to Rob Roy, two games in, a, two, games in two, two weekends, going to Rob Roy in the uh, Junior Cup and then obviously the league. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's these could be two massive games against Rob Roy. Aye, they're, they're massive for us, Scott. Um, the fact we went out uh, the south of Scotland last week um, for the Junior Cup, I think it's for a place in the last sixteen. Um, and and let's face it, everybody looking at it, I think Davos get Talbot, and there's a few mm-hmm. other tasty ties. But like, what as a as a Rob Roy's going out, so one of us are going out. Um, and no, as I said before, I went and watched them, and I, and I know how Maxie and the boys work. They're a good, good side. Mm. Um, but on the other hand, we're a good, good side as well. So we we need to match them um, and kind of go for there. But no, I'm looking forward to it. Um, they they talked, we played them in the last year in the quarters of the Scottish, um, and and they turned us over. I think it was three one, um, and deservedly so. Uh, we didn't turn up that day, and they were good. Uh, they deservedly turned us over. So we'll hopefully turn up. And, Try and hopefully put that right, um, and we need to start picking up points in the league. So 
for me, it's one game at a time. We take the Scottish game first and we see how that goes. And then we can move on for there. But no, two two big games against a team who, for me, deservedly are, are kicking about up at the kind of top of top of the league because where where are people are seeing where they were last year with the kind of relegation and stuff and, and just getting into a good run. But this this year they're, they're certainly no relegation candidates and they're, 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 I think they've been top of the league and stuff and, and I don't see a reason if they keep the kind of squad they've got good squad depth if they keep all that together. I don't see why why they shouldn't still be there at the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously getting into kind of league and. The kind of rest of the season, like what's your kind of hopes and expectations for the side? Like, again, it's been kind of up and down, but what's your kind of hopes going into the, the rest of the campaign? Well, I, well, I, I coach, manage, but I, I do that like I played. So, uh, it's to go, it's, it's go up in the league as, as high as possible, mm-hmm. try and pick up a cup. It's got to be that. It's got if you, if, if, if you don't play football to win, and it might sound cliche, what's the point? Mm-hmm. If you can't, don't believe that you can't go every game and beat whoever you're playing, then why even play? So, for me, listen, if you're looking at it from an athlete point of view, we, we just stay in the league this year and we build again. It's our first year back up. The, the club are doing good things behind the scenes and they're, they're trying to help the, the, me and the squad and the way along. So for us, it's to stay up. Um, but for me personally, I'd like to see if we can get on a good run, just see just see how, how far we can go up the league. But ultimately, ultimately stay in the league. Craig, it's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much for joining me. I've really enjoyed it. No worries, Scott. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed it myself. Brilliant. Uh, Thanks very much, everyone. It's tuned in. Please follow us on social media for more consistent West of Scotland Football League coverage and for our podcast and YouTube channels as well for new content every single day. Thanks very much, everyone. We'll see you soon. Cheers. (laughs) 